Welcome to the Son of a Preacher podcast. Please sit back and listen to the thoughts and musings from sermons that were first brought to the pulpit four, five, even six decades ago. I am GW, and I am the Son of a Preacher. so happy to be talking to you all again today. Dad first brought this message to the pulpit about the Banquet of Liberty on December 31, 1960. It was a New Year's Eve communion service. Now, Dad was talking from Exodus, the 12th chapter, and that's the story of the Jewish people leaving Egypt being led by Moses. This was a service in that time between when John F. Kennedy was elected president, but before he actually took office. A true changing of the guard at that time, I guess, from President Eisenhower era to the youthful JFK era, the Banquet of Liberty. An unforgettable experience in anyone's life would be a visit to the traditional places, like the upper room where Jesus and his disciples celebrated the Passover for the last time. Now, my parents were able to do that trip in 1959, and they were so happy to be able to walk through the Holy Lands during that particular time. And they spent six weeks going through all the various places, the great places of Christianity. They saw the tomb of David, and they saw the tomb as a reminder of the past glory of the country of Israel, and and the existence of the free people, free people governed by their own rulers. Now, in 1960, it hadn't been that long that Israel was a country. I mean, they first became a country, I think, in 1947. And they were still so protective of their new country. And they still are, of course. But they didn't want to forget that at one time they were slaves, slaves of the people who ruled the world at that time. And they were the Egyptians. And they had won their freedom then under the leadership of Moses. And once freed from the Egyptians, well, they had gone out into the desert and left their belongings to build a land of their own. And how exciting this was for them. Now, Dad, during World War II, he was walking down a dusty street in a Philippine village, and he was walking with a group of men from the village, and they were so proud that they had won their independence from the Japanese, but they were also so aware that they were being supported by the United States, and they were concerned that they would not be important enough for the United States to remember them, and so they were just concerned that they would be lost again. Now, of course, here in the United States, we treat the 4th of July with great happiness. And we desire to be be free from the British Empire. We wanted the right to be able to vote on our own taxes, not just be told what our taxes were, but to be able to have a representation and vote on what those taxes would be. So during the Passover feast, the freedom in the minds of the Lord was different than the freedom in the minds of the apostles. The apostles wanted the freedom of David. And Jesus, well, Jesus wanted for all mankind the freedom from sin. And Jesus took the bread and he broke it. And, you know, that was a sign that his body would be broken and and crucified. And they took the cup of wine and he symbolized to them that it would be the shedding of his precious blood for the sins of mankind. And this was so our salvation from sin and release from the dangers of the eternal separation from God. Well, what does that give us? What? 
it gives us the release from accusing memories, and it gives us the release from moral ineffectiveness, and it gives us the release from the fear of death. So the release from accusing memories, well, it's, it's so good. It is so good to take our guilt to the Lord and ask him to forgive us. And it's good to know that the Lord died to forgive you of your sins. Now that gives us eternal forgiveness and relief from the heavenly accusations. And the Lord can only do that by shedding the blood of the Lord. So we are offered also then the release from moral ineffectiveness. Now, there's nothing in this world as useless as a person who is enslaved in sin. Now, they're not any good to themselves or anyone else. Now, I believe it was Theodore Roosevelt who said, you know, he was right when he said that to educate a man's mind and not pay any attention to his morals, well, that is to educate a menace to society. And that is so true. True then, true now. Now, the third thing is that we're offered release from the fear of death. Now, through the crucifixion, we're offered release from all the fear we have in death. In its place, we're given the hopeful wonder of immortality. John Quincy Adams, when he turned 80, one of his friends looked at him and said, well, how are you doing? And the ex-president said, I'm sure jokingly, it appears that he did have a sense of humor. But he said, well... John Quincy Adams is well, doing really well. But the house that he lives in at present is a little dilapidated. The foundation's not very good. The roof is pretty well worn out. The walls, well, they're not much good anymore. Got a few holes in them. And every time the wind blows, there's a lot of trembling that goes on. But I think that John Quincy Adams will have to move out of that house very soon. But, you know, he himself, he's doing really quite well. So remember, the Lord was crucified, rose again to give us the chance for salvation and life eternal in heaven with our Lord. Thank you for listening to this today. May the Lord bless you, keep you in peace. I do want to ask everyone listening to this today to help spread the word about this podcast. Help me continue to keep my Father's work for the Lord alive. Please tell your friends and your church groups about this podcast. Share it on social media. Let people know these inspirations are available. There's a new book available on Amazon titled Throwing Ink. It's a compilation of these inspirations based on Dad's work. It's written by me, G.W. Stark. Thanks for taking your valuable time today to listen to the musings of this son of a preacher. I hope the sermon excerpts from 40, 50 years ago proved to be both interesting and insightful. Please subscribe to this podcast. Let your friends know about this opportunity to see how the Bible and the problems of the world remain amazingly constant. New podcasts should arrive weekly, but there is currently a number of podcasts available if you wish to listen more frequently. May the Lord bless you. Keep you in peace.